Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain, and I am your host, Grace Scotto. I seriously cannot believe that we are already at the 55th episode. I'm just, like, shook. I, I seriously can't believe it. I swear we were just celebrating our 50th episode and the giveaway just yesterday. That was so much fun, and I seriously can't believe it's been, like, five weeks, six weeks now. It's seriously crazy. Um, time really does fly. And I know it sounds like so cliche to say all of this and like start my podcast episode off with this, but it is really so true. And it's crazy on like how much of an impact this is left on me. Um, I was actually in the hallway today with one of my friends and we just needed to talk to a teacher about something. And we were actually talking to a group of senior girls and they like, she, my friend was, she introduced me basically. And she was like, you know, Grace, and I already knew pretty much most of them. And they just kind of out of nowhere brought up my podcast and like started talking about it and how cool it was and like complimenting me and stuff. And I don't know, that is just so mind boggling to me because I don't want to sound like bratty or anything, but like it's still, it happens all the time. And it's kind of crazy to see who's listened. Like I have been so surprised by some of the people who have told me they've listened to the the pod it's honestly insane um and if you are someone who's been here since day one i appreciate it so much and it means everything to me but yeah i cannot believe that we're already at episode 55 before we know it it's going to be 100 and i am going to have to do something big but i have a little bit until then i have some time before i have to worry but um yeah it is just so crazy i am currently sitting here I normally record, I upload on Fridays and I typically record on the same night that I'm uploading. Um, I'm actually recording the night before. It's a school night and I have so much homework. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I just kind of wanted to get it done because I have a feeling tomorrow I'm just going to want to come home and literally go to bed. Um, so to get me through, I'm pulling an Emma Chamberlain. I do not recommend doing this. Um, it's currently 10.08 p.m. and I am drinking a grande ice latte with almond milk and one pump of caramel syrup from Starbucks, as well as a Celsius sparkling wildberry energy drink. So right now I have over 400, um, 400 milligrams of caffeine right now. It's really bad, guys. This is so bad. 400. Wait, how many does this have? I'm like trying to do the math here. Where does it say? I know it has 200. Where does it say there? I don't know. I'm trying to find it on the Celsius thing. I'm pretty sure it's 200, but um, the average adult is supposed to have like 400. Yeah, 200 mg total caffeine per serving. Yeah. Um, Don't recommend, but it is what is, it's getting me through, you guys. Um, I have just been under so much stress recently. I had to register for the SAT yesterday night, which I am really scared for because if you know me, um, I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast too. I am really good at English. That's like super chill for me. I can't do math for the life of me. Like no class has ever made me feel so stupid and dumb as math makes me feel like I'm just terrible at math. I've never been good at it. It's just such a struggle for me. Um, 
So I'm very stressed about that. And also next week I have midterms. It is a full midterm week and I am dreading it. I really haven't even started studying for midterms because of the amount of work I've been getting with just school in general. It's seriously so crazy. So I've been very busy and let's just say caffeine has been my best friend through this and just junior year in general, maybe high school in general. Um, but yeah, I guess more on a positive note, last week's episode, I talked about my fun weekend I was having. This weekend is just going to be with studying and Target runs and Starbucks Starbucks runs, so nothing really crazy. But last week, I talked about how we were celebrating my mom and my best friend's birthday, and we went out to this super fancy restaurant. My aunt actually works there, so she waited on us, which was super nice because she like knew what I wanted already because she just knows me so well. The food was absolutely delicious. Um, I would kill to be eating those truffle fries right now. Oh, so good. Um, And then we had breakfast and we went shopping the next day. We always go shopping for her birthday. And I normally buy more than she does, but that actually didn't happen this time. The only thing I bought was a new pair of jeans. And I also bought, and I'm very excited to try this. I will let you know how I like it. It was on my Christmas wish list. Um... I did an episode on that if you want to listen because, you know, it was very fun. I talked about gifts for a full 40 minutes. But one of the things I had was the um, Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk Lip Kit. And I didn't end up getting it for Christmas, so I bought it myself at Sephora. And I'm so excited to try it. The packaging is absolutely adorable. And, yeah. But look at me go on money management. Actually, I have no room to talk because when I go to Barnes & Nobles, my money just disappears. It's so bad. But yeah, everything went well last weekend. It was so much fun. And then the following day, I slept all day. I was so tired. Oh, okay. If you wanted to know what that was, that was Grace's daily um, segment. Grace's like daily, not daily, Grace's annual podcast microphone hitting. It's not a podcast episode if I don't punch, hit, or like scrape my microphone at some point within the episode because I am someone who talks with their hands. I wish you guys could see me right now because my I like keep my elbows on my desk where I record and my hands just move all the time. I'm just a hand a talk hand talker. I should like try sitting on my hands maybe. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Another thing I have really been trying to get back into listening to podcasts sometimes after creating so many episodes of your own podcast, I just don't feel like listening to anything else because it takes so much work to plan out the whole episode and then sit down and record it. And by the time I'm done, it's like, I don't want to listen to anybody like anyone else talking. Um, I was on a podcast like in the beginning of September, October, November. I was the only thing I was listening to was podcasts and I fallen really behind on some of my favorites. And I've been trying to listen to a couple um, every other week because I don't know, they just are so nice. And honestly, it really, it's like a healthy distraction for me. Um, and it just kind of, you know, it not only gives me inspiration for my own podcast, but it gets me thinking about other topics and I just love them. And along with that, I've also been trying to journal more to deal with stress and to better handle coping with my feelings. I actually got a book for Christmas. I haven't read it yet, um, but it also came with a journal. One of my friends got it for me, and it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and it came with a journal, and it has all these different prompts and stuff. So far, I've been using it a lot, and I love it. 
I also just love to like free journal and like write whatever comes to mind. I actually plan on making a podcast episode dedicated to this book when I finish reading it because I know I'm just going to have to talk about it and it's going to have so many amazing points that I feel like will fit to this podcast. But that has definitely been very helpful, especially because sometimes I just don't have the time to sit and let my thoughts flow and flow or I'm just too drained. So having a guided journal, I highly recommend. Um, The first couple pages was just writing down things you're grateful for. So I would take 20, 15, five minutes out of my day, whatever, and fill out like 20 bullet points of just stuff that I'm grateful for. And it really does make a difference. So moving on to our book of the week, I went from so many different books, like I was a reading machine, and now I'm still reading the same one I talked about in last week's episode. I've been so busy, but I am still reading If He Had Been With Me by Laura Nowlin. Nowlin. Thank you. Ugh, I am the world's worst last name pronouncer ever. I can't do it. Um, Although, actually, a sub called me Grace Scooter the other day. My last name is Grace Scotto. Um, I've been called Scottow, but Scooter was new for me. <laughs> it was really funny and embarrassing. But, um, yeah, school has been stealing all of my reading time. But I have really, really been enjoying this book so far. I know there's going to be a huge plot twist and something so detrimental is going to happen because I've been told that it's a very sad book. The cover just looks sad, but I don't know what it is and I don't know what to expect. But I'm really liking it and I don't know even how to describe it really. It's just one of those books where you have to read because there are little like snippets of relatability within the book because it is about a teenager in high school and there's just so many different things that I love about it and I don't want to like I feel like if I describe it and say too much I'll give it away um but yeah I'm still reading it so I will let you know when I finish but so far I'm really really liking it so I highly recommend giving it a read also a couple weeks ago I created a TikTok account um It's called at graces.bookshelf2, all lowercase, and it's just kind of a book talk account where I make fun little videos um, talking about recent books that I'm reading, aesthetics, blah, blah, blah. Um, I love, like, any chance I have that I can talk about a book, I will take. So only one of my videos so far has blown up, and it was a really, it was, it wasn't even, like, I definitely didn't expect it to blow up. So I guess that happens. Um, That even happens with my podcast too. Like I'll put out episodes and I'm like, yeah, like I don't really know if this is going to get a lot of listens. And then the next thing I know, everyone's listened to it. And I'm just like, wow, okay. It's weird how that works. But yeah, it's at graces.bookshelf2 on TikTok. So if you want to hear me talk more about books, then you should go check it out. For our quote of the week, I picked and I quote, it says, And they keep asking me where happiness can be found. But I am no longer trying to find happiness. I just appreciate where I am and then happiness finds me. This is by someone named Soyan. I found this on Pinterest. That's actually where I find most of my quotes. Um, And that's at G. Scotto on Pinterest. I actually have a whole board dedicated to my quotes of the week and affirmations. If you want to check that out. I think I've linked it on my Instagram before too. Um, I picked this though because... I like the way it was kind of, I don't even know how to describe it, but 
I think it's so important because there's so much pressure on us all the time from society and those around us that we have to be happy all the time. And it can be very draining, like searching for happiness. I know um, there will be days where, say it's like a Saturday or something, and I just assume that the day is going to be perfect or something. And then say one little thing goes wrong, and then it's like that perfect like idea of happiness is like ruptured and something bad happened and that causes me stress and it's like looking for that all the time and just like putting pressure on yourself to be happy all the time and live the most perfect and aesthetic life is really a negative and I've found that to be so true like I've had to learn that myself um honestly you just have to appreciate where you are in the present. And I promise you, not all the time, because we can't be happy all the time, but you will find glimpses of a happiness every once in a while. And that is super important. And also when that does happen, it is important to take account and notice it. And one of the things I do with that is I write about it or I journal and I write down the things I'm grateful for and the things that make me happy because so many people think that being happy is a permanent state of mind and that once you're happy you know you can never go back but in reality that's not true and happiness can come from even the smallest things that some people might even find stupid so I really like that because it's explaining that you know you don't have to stress and deal with that pressure of being happy all the time and it will come to you you just have to kind of be in the present and be attentive to it. So before we hop into this episode, I just wanted to give a little reminder. If you are someone like me, very stressed with finals and maybe even college or future decisions, um, please remember that you still have a lot more time than you think. You will figure everything out even if it doesn't seem like like it right now. Um, I don't know how many times this week I've been asked where I want to go to college and what I want to major in. Like I feel like every time I run into an adult or I have an appointment, like I had a dentist appointment this past week, and that's all they asked me was where I'm going to college. I have no idea where I want to go. I think I want to know what I major in, but I have no idea. I plan on making an episode about this um, soon. But yeah, really, I have no idea. And it's just so incredibly stressful. But just know if you are someone in the same boat, if you have no idea where you want to go to college or no idea what you want to major in right now, that is totally okay and it is normal and you are not alone. There are so many others out there feeling like that. I feel like that. It is such a major decision and it can't just be made in your junior year or senior year of high school. Some people spend their whole lives trying to figure out their passions. So take a deep breath because you will figure everything out even if it doesn't seem like it right now. And for those of you who have a lot of tests coming up, keep in mind that, and I have to drill this into my head too, this applies to me as well that a grade does not define who you are as a person. You can fail every single test in life and still be successful. The most important thing is regardless if you pass all your tests or you fail all your tests is to be kind to yourself regardless of the outcome because that is what's going to last in the long run. So what is a digital footprint? I know that I feel like I always start off these type of things with like a very technical term. 
But I actually have kind of a funny way of explaining what a digital footprint is. And this has to do with Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Bear with me. So if you don't know, my one of my biggest celebrity crushes was Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. I have actually a six-foot um, Timothy Chalamet cutout in my room. It's like right next to me right now. Um, and I have a poster with him. I have magazines of him, a blanket. Like I am a Timothy Chalamet stan. I love him. I've seen all of his movies. He's just my bae. Like I'm in love with him. Um, but if you don't know, when Timothy Chalamet was younger, he made a video. Keep in mind, digital footprint. This is an example. He made a video, um, because he referred to himself as little Timmy Tim or Timmy Tim. And he was a rapper. And there are a couple videos of him, but the most famous one is of him singing a rap called Statistics. Please, please, please go search up this song. I want to play it right now. I feel like I'll get copyrighted. Will I get copyrighted if I play this song? Um, I'm going to try and find it on YouTube. But basically, he made this song about statistics. It's a very cringy video of him in high school and it's so funny and he's just singing about his statistics class and it's hilarious there's also another video of him at a talent show performing a Nicki Minaj song um Roman's Revenge (laughs) which is so funny to me it is hilarious he's like in a pink wig he was just in his rapping era but although he made these videos in high school and he is now a full-grown adult with an amazing career. These videos still follow him every single day. There are countless interviews of people bringing up these videos or mentioning them to him, and he like gets so embarrassed, and you know he laughs about it and stuff. Like I know Ellen DeGeneres brought it up once. Um, he one of his co-stars, Army Army Hammer. Trigger warning. <laughs> um, he was in a movie, Call Me by Your Name, with Army Hammer he they were like doing a press interview together about the movie and army hammer brought it up and he was like go check out statistics on youtube um little timmy tim and i bring this up because those videos he posted in high school or when he was becoming a young adult have followed him regardless of how famous he is and all the amazing films he's been in like these cringy videos still follow him um and are brought up there are literally you can search it up i'm sure like compilations of him being in interviews or press conferences where people bring up little timmy tim or his rapping career it's honestly so funny like fans have brought it up i'm sure um but yeah that is an example of a digital footprint because it's followed him so here's the actual definition of a digital footprint to help i guess fit that example A digital footprint is data that is left behind when a user has been online. There are two types of digital footprints. Actually, there's more, but we'll just talk about the two main ones for now, which is passive and active. A passive footprint is made when the information is collected from the user without the person knowing this is happening. And an active form of digital footprint is when the person willingly knows what they're uploading slash doing online. So, From comments on social medias to pictures and posts to app use emails and the websites you visit and even rap videos made by yours truly, Timothy Chalamet, it's important to be aware of the online trail you leave. 
For example, another one besides Timothy Shalway. This one's a little bit more practical, but please go. That's your assignment. Like if I could give you homework, like if I'm a teacher, that's your homework because those videos are hilarious. Oh my God. Look at me. It's Timmy T. I can sing the whole thing. Anyways, I'll spare you though. Um, but an example of another digital footprint is my podcast because it is a result of me being active online and it's a reflection of my decisions and what I decide to post. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lecture you like a school principal on digital footprints, being online, etc. But I am going to talk about the importance of being self-aware and how this can connect to your future and even your mental health. So many people believe that digital footprints aren't that serious, but trust me, you never know how they can impact your mental and physical health later on. Like, it can be so impactful and it is so important to keep this in mind because even the smallest things that you think are harmless could be very, very detrimental in the future. So there are like two main types of digital footprint, but there's also, there's a couple others. So they're known as the four types, which is the passive, which is when it's not the user's intention, the active, which is the information that an individual knowingly shares with the public or with contacts. Um, a personal one is the information that is linked to the individual's real name and anonymous is when there's like an anonymous data collection. So your digital footprint can have a lasting impact on your reputation, relationships, and even future employment opportunities, both positive and negative. Understand how this works and that is it's so important to step towards making a positive digital footprint. So I'm going to just kind of explain a little bit from a teenager's perspective. Um, I've always been aware of what I'm posting, given I'm sure you can go find very cringy musically videos of me, but like I've never posted anything that can get me in serious, serious trouble. And as I am mature now, and I know, um, especially with colleges and everything looking, I I'm doing things that are only beneficial to my future. So this podcast actually is a great example. As someone who is very interested in the psychology field and mental health in general, this podcast is actually a really good example of a positive digital footprint because I am doing a very constructive thing. But there can also be negatives. So I know like I have seen, especially on Snapchat and stuff, um, High school parties are super common and they've been going on now for decades and decades. But one thing that is different from when our parents were partying versus now is that there weren't cell phones and there weren't there wasn't social media. Um I have seen so many pictures and videos and like very explicit images from kids in my school like going to parties and drinking and I've seen like nudes posted on people's stories. Um, a big thing that kids my age do is like they'll post a picture with a group of their friends with like alcohol in their hands and it's obvious. It's so obvious and then they photoshop an emoji over it like an emoji water bottle over it so you can't see it when we all know what it is. Um, and although it may seem fun at the time or harmless if it gets into the wrong hands, you're done. And also, you think that when you post something once, 
you know, like it's gone regardless if you delete it or not. Like I know it's so cliche when people say like, think before you post, but you seriously have no idea who is watching. And it's so true when people say once you put something out there, it still exists regardless if you delete it or not. That is so true because like I know that I've seen people keep receipts of things with screenshots and stuff and it just sticks and you don't want that getting into the wrong hands. Um, I know like people have posted things with alcohol and then immediately taken them down, but they're still out there. Like people screenshot them, people share them. Like I, I guarantee you they are still out there and that can be very dangerous, especially if you are a teenager um, first of all, it's not safe. And if you are doing something illegal, well, then it's illegal. Um, and also, too, you could be wrecking your future. I mean, I've seen some people from my school who are very athletic and have talent do this. And it is just a risk that shouldn't be taken. Um, at least from my perspective, I see a lot of it through social media. But there are so many other, you know, examples of digital footprint. I've even seen things like with our school computers, they can see what we've searched and there's been incidents where kids have searched up inappropriate things and that is also a form of digital footprint because that follows you so how can we focus on building a positive footprint when talking about this i know i've already said this a couple times but i really do love to use my podcast as an example because i have created a space personal to me that i use for good so not only do i provide relatability for others and i advocate for mental health but I also talk about other constructive positives. As you all know, a main thing I love to talk about on here is books. So when I talk about my healthy hobbies and passions like reading and journaling and how I cope and, you know, the things I do outside of school in my podcast that are good, that showcases me in a positive light, which is key. Um, this podcast is honestly, I'm kind of excited to see if it takes me anywhere, like where it kind of gets me. Um, I know that I actually have a few teachers writing letter of recommendations for me right now because I am currently in the process of applying for some scholarships because I am a junior. And I know for a fact that one of my teachers is going to include my podcast in the letter because it's a positive thing and it showcases me in a good light. Now, if I was sitting on here behind the microphone trash talking everyone I know, then that would be an you know, an example of a very negative digital footprint. Another thing too is I recently won um, student of the month for something. I'm a National Honor Society student. I know I'm not trying to be like sit here and be like, I am a National Honor, blah, 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 blah. But I won student of the month because the person who writ, writ, who wrote, my gosh, wow. Okay. I don't know how I got into National Honor Society if I don't know proper grammar. The person who wrote, um, my nomination talked about my podcast and how it is used for positives and how this showcases me in a good way. And that gave me a leg up. So having things that are important to you that showcase you in a good way are great. And you need to find those because not only does it make you feel good, but it can also help you. So another tip I have is set your privacy settings and knowing what should be public is just important as knowing what should be private. Um, don't get me wrong. 
it is fun to post like silly things and funny TikToks, but I make sure that my accounts are private or like, you know, I keep it in a, a trusting circle. My podcast Instagram is public and I only post constructive things. Like when I post on my public account, I think like, I just kind of imagine everyone seeing the post, like everyone that I know seeing it. And I'm like, would I be embarrassed if someone saw this or would this be harmful to me? And that's kind of how I decide whether or not something should be uploaded or not. But also just setting your privacy, like it's so important anyways. There are so many creeps out there, at least in the social media worlds. But that is important to, you know, be able to navigate through. Another thing is deleting old accounts. So this means like deleting unwanted social media accounts, old emails or logins for unnecessary websites such as online stores. I know like I'm constantly deleting apps for like old stores that I used to shop at. Like I used to have the Forever 21 app and all these things and I've just kind of recently cleared it all out because I don't really use them anymore. Um, And even it's so important to remember your passwords too. There's actually my really, really old Musical.ly account. It's nothing like bad or anything. It's just very embarrassing videos of me <laughs> lip syncing on Musical.ly and I can't get into that account. So those three videos of me lip syncing to 2000 songs are, is up there. But, you know, I guess she was kind of slang. Uh, my friends make fun of me for it, but that's nothing, you know, detrimental. But it is an example of kind of, you know, keep track of your passwords, people. Because um, that's very important and the old accounts if you can. Having a positive footprint with no regrets connects to your mental health because it helps reduce and give you some reduce, reduce. Okay, that's great. Helps you reduce. Reduce what, Grace? Um, helps you reduce anxiety and stress. And it also gives you some peace of mind, which is really important. Like I just feel like social media for me is something that I don't stress about because I know how to manage it well. Um, so kind of like I said before, keep track of your accounts, all of them, because believe it or not, we do have a lot of accounts, even though it might not seem like it and stay organized. This is so important. And I know it's like, you may hear it and you're like, like, duh, everyone knows this, but believe it or not, I see it all the time. But risking your future because you want to be trendy is not worth it. AKA my fellow teenagers and peers who are, you know, who I see like posting about drinking and smoking. It's actually not cool and it's not trendy. Um, I see it a lot in high school. People will like send me just like, just send me Snapchats of them smoking or I'll be on like private stories, which once again, private stories guys aren't private. Um, I like, I have a private story and I post about like me eating Chipotle Um, I've actually been added to some where people are like doing drugs and stuff and that's not necessarily private. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just not cool and it's not worth it. You know, if for whatever reason you want to go do that, not that I'm encouraging it, do it in private. Don't post about it because it's just so bad. Just don't do it in general. Drink a Celsius. You can have a caffeine addiction, not a drug addiction. Okay. Mm. Okay, I'm not encouraging drinking caffeine either, but Celsius's are very good. <laughs> Another tip that I have is don't overshare on online. Like, I mean, 
I guess there's kind of a difference because I do overshare if you look at it on my podcast. I talk about a lot of things that are personal, but once again, like I do that to spread relatability and I connect it to a positive source and as a way to like advocate for mental health. But like in some situations, it can be bad if you're just venting. So although it may feel good or maybe even therapeutic at times, it can have negative effects down the road. For example, you know, you may feel embarrassed or you might even get in trouble depending on the situation. I know that after a a stressful day, you may just want to jump online to vent about a class, a teacher, or a colleague. And while it may be difficult to overcome the strong internal drive, stopping yourself from acting on this impulse will be helpful in the long run. It can be so tempting sometimes to just go on there and let it all out, but it can actually be very negative. So maybe journal instead. Get a little journal, gratitude journal, you know, <laughs> get some cute pens and just let your emotions out there. Um, but self-regulation is knowing when something you want to post online or isn't appropriate. And it's kind of a way to keep yourself in check. And a good rule of thumb is to ask yourself whether you would want your parents or colleagues seeing the content that you're posting and if people look up to you wouldn't approve, um, people who look up to you and then, you know, um, those that you look up to, um, and if they don't approve it or they wouldn't see it as appropriate, then you might not want to post that. <laughs> Common sense, but it's so easily forgotten. And Obviously, to like make sure that you're safe on websites, you know, nobody wants to get hacked. Make sure that you are not on some sketchy things. Like, um, I know that there are like duplicates of things like websites. There, people create like multiple websites of something. So, like, make sure you're on the official website or, of something, especially if you're like me and you love to online shop. That is very important, too. But I'm not going to get into the whole side of that. Just don't let your credit card get hacked. But yeah, I have ranted a lot and said so many different things, but I guess the main takeaway is, you know, I don't want to be like, think before you post because that's so like annoying. I know it is. I'm everyone's sick of hearing it, but it is true. Um, The main thing is that you're being respectful online and taking into account of others. That's also another very important thing. Yes, it's important to make sure that you're not harming your future, but I've seen people post group selfies of them at parties where you can clearly see there's alcohol and stuff in the background and you are also putting those people in the pictures at risk and that can be very bad. Even if you're just in the background of a photo, not even smiling or posing, you can be in harm's way because of that. So be aware and, you know, not only protect yourself, but protect others too if you have things like that and obviously if it's bad, then bring its attention to an adult or someone who's trusted. But yeah, it's very, very important to keep an open mind on our digital footprint. And overall, let's just work on building a positive one. Okay, I am out of breath and I'm very tired. I have to still do homework. It is 1041 and I've just chugged a coffee in a Celsius. So I'm like wired now. Um, Yeah, go listen to Statistics by Timothy Chalamet. I hope that was a good example. Maybe that was just really stupid. I thought it was funny and I thought it was fitting. Um, Honestly, you know, I think he should have stuck to rapping. He's a good actor, but, you know, he really slayed while singing Roman's Revenge. (laughs) 
All right, you guys, on that note, I am going to end today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And I guess you all are kind of a part of my digital footprint right now because this is going online. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening to me rant again every week. 55, episode number 55, guys. Um, But keep in mind, too, if you are a student with midterms and all of this crazy stuff going on, chaos, 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 take a deep breath you will be okay. Put yourself first, drink some water, get some sleep. If you need to put down your homework and pick up a book or watch your favorite movie instead, go for it. Literally go for it because you deserve to feel good. And I wish you all the best and I will see you all next week. Bye.